For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also coming to you live on Sirius XM. I'm your host, Nick Kieber. It is great to be with you as we get ready for the final match day in the Premier League season. Still a couple of things to be decided. Uh, the uh, champ, final Champions League spots, uh, really only one of them pretty much to be decided. And the Europa League spots, who's going to be in the Europa League? So there's still a lot to play for in the Premier League. Uh, plus, we have some managerial departures. We have some uh, big-named players expressing dissatisfaction with their current situations. We've got lots of stuff to get into today as we move into the final day of the Premier League season. I will, of course, be giving you my picks and my predictions and giving you some good money lines and betting Odds courtesy of our good friends at betonline.ag. I'm with you each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern Time. Then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast, where we talk the beautiful game, and it is always fun to do that with you on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. Also, I'd like to welcome to the show our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American uh, Forces Network. And iHeartRadio, tune in the award-winning SiriusXM app as well if you're, if you're listening on one of our digital platforms. And if you miss any part of the show, you can check us out on our podcast network, the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network. Uh, that is a great place to uh, subscribe to the show if you miss any part of it live. So, a little housekeeping in order, taken care of. Lots and lots to get to today. Big managerial news today. Nuno Espirito Santos will be leaving Wolverhampton Wanderers. So, we're going to speculate a little bit about where he could go and what would be a good fit for him also of course when i said big name player expressing dissatisfaction i'm talking harry kane let's talk about harry kane and where he could end up this weekend the big match of the weekend is leicester city tottenham but i also want to talk about arsenal brighton because arsenal are one of these teams that have had just what i would consider an awful season uh, saved only at the very last minute so lots to get to find me on twitter at nick eber n-i-c-k-g-e-b-e-r facebook facebook.com forward slash world soccer radio um i'm gonna step aside take a break and let's get into it after this <laughs> Welcome back to the show, World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also Sirius XM. I uh, was checking out some of the sports going on the other day, and there is basketball and hockey and, of course, baseball going on. 
Not to mention the final day of the Premier League season, Champions League final, Europa League final. Oh, and by the way, a small event called the Euros starting on June the 11th. Now, why am I bringing all this up, I might ask. What I'm trying to tell you is this. If you like to place a small wager or two, and there's loads of sports right now that you can bet on other than just the Premier League, and of course there is just one match left in the Premier League, there is no better place to go than to my friends at betonline.ag. They have everything from money lines to prop bets, from soccer to darts. They got everything you might be interested in. All the big sports, all the big American sports, all the big global sports, all the minor global sports. They have everything for you in a safe, secure, and trustworthy environment. There is no better place for your sports betting needs than betonline.ag. And right now, if you head over to betonline.ag, they will give you a 50% bonus on your first deposit. <clears throat> you heard me right. 50% bonus on your first deposit at betonline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts. And this show, I'm proud to say, is presented by betonline.ag. Let's get to it because the big news, of course, Harry Kane announcing publicly that he wishes to leave Tottenham Hotspur. And who's in the ring for him? Well, obviously, Man United and Chelsea have been making uh, some not-so-quiet statements about their desire to sign Harry Kane, but Manchester City saying they will do what it takes to, to sign the England international. And I think Harry Kane will be an excellent addition to Manchester City, and I think Daniel Levy will cash in on him, and then the question becomes, what does he do with that money? Because Daniel Levy admitted just earlier this week that he had taken his eye off the ball, literally, with the new stadium, the new Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, which is a wonderful, miraculous, enormous, top-of-the-line, modern stadium with all the amenities and all the methods and manner that corporations and teams can squeeze the last juice of pounds and dollars out of their visiting uh, supporters and by that I mean their, uh, their home supporters who are now visiting what is no longer a temple of football like White Hart Lane used to be, but a new modern sleek stadium designed to remove every available pound and dollar from their pocket. Now, Daniel Levy's saying, you know, maybe over the course of the development of this stadium, which was multiple years, and if you remember was constantly delayed, and then the excuse for doing poorly on the field was that the... That the stadium's been delayed yet again and we don't have a home and this that and the other he said that he took his eye off the prize of the performance on the fit pitch being the most important thing now i am not going to disagree with him with that because that's absolutely true i am going to say a couple of things and i do have a couple of points about this number one is you know if i see my neighbor sticking their finger into a live outlet and getting electrocuted, I'm going to think, maybe I'm not going to stick my finger into a live outlet and get electrocuted. All he had to do was to go look at Arsenal Football Club and the debacle that this club has become since they moved from Highbury to the Emirates. If you remember... At the time that the Emirates was built, Stan Kroenke, and I believe Usmanov was still on the board at that time, was saying to Arsenal supporters, listen, it's going to be a lean few years 
<coughs> excuse me. It's going to be a lean few years, but after the stadium is built, we'll have it. It'll be debt-free. We're going to be able to exercise all sorts of financial muscle. We're going to be making all sorts of money because the stadium it will be full and it's a modern stadium with all sorts of ways that we can make more money. You, you've heard the story, right? And, of course, what happened? Arsenal went from a perennial top-four contender with a legendary manager to mid-table mediocrity who needed to put on a late-season run to be even in the discussion for a Europa League spot. But they are so far outside the top four or five clubs in the Premier League that they are a shadow of them for their former selves while they were at Highbury, albeit they have a beautiful stadium. So that's what Daniel Levy should have seen when he looked across London at his friends uh, at, at, at uh, the Emirates. But he didn't. He made the same mistake. And then rather than actually investing, I know they talked about signing 250 million pounds worth of players and blah, 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 but they, most of them have been rubbish. The focus was on the stadium, not on continuity, not on the right managerial fit, not on the right squad to back up whatever manager you had. The focus was on the stadium and the greed and the excitement about counting all of the money coming in from the brand new stadium. So does Harry Kane want to leave? You bet. Here's a player in his prime. Here's a player that has the opportunity to win it all, and yet he is winning essentially nothing at Tottenham Hotspur. And he doesn't see the likelihood that he will be able to win a substantial amount of trophies during his playing prime while he's at Tottenham because the rebuilding process is going to be too long. So is it is it normal? Is it natural? Is it reasonable for him to want to go? Yes, of course it is. He doesn't see the ambition that he needs to see. Now, the rumor is, is that Gareth Bale is saying if Kane leaves, he will stay. Well, I mean, Gareth Bale's in his mid-30s or early 30s. He's a very talented player, has been beset by injuries, who sort of come home to the place that developed him. And he has some loyalty. And But look, loyalty is one thing. Loyalty is important. And when you're in your 30s, you can afford to be loyal. When you're in your playing prime, I'm not sure that you can really afford to be loyal if the club in, it, in itself is not showing loyalty back. And by that, I mean making the investments. Doing what they have to do to build a winner around winning players. Because winning begets winning. And that is what Daniel Levy has failed to recognize. And that is what Daniel Levy has continued to fail to recognize. And so while he's settling into his nice seat, his beautiful lavish owner's box, and looking at the balance sheet and the profit and loss statement once the stadium's fully reopened to all of the money coming in, he can look down at the table and see how far away Tottenham Hotspur really are 
from achieving anything really important on the pitch. So when that Harry Kane money comes in, whatever it is, 85 million, 100 million pounds, whatever the number is, what is he going to do with it? Is he going to take it, invest it in 330, 35 million pound players? Is he going to buy a superstar? Is he going to make a bid for Haaland? If ever he would get him, of course he wouldn't. Is he going to try to build a trophy-winning side with the windfall he's going to get from the sale of Harry Kane and the future windfall he's going to get from really reaping the benefits of the new Tottenham Hotspur Stadium? I'm going to go out on a limb, folks, and I'm going to say, eh, probably not, because, folks, this is Daniel Levy. What do you think? Drop me a note. Twitter, at Nikiba, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Hey, the Euros right around the corner. Never fear. We'll be doing full Euro preview. We'll be on the air every day the Euros are on. Right here, World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern Time. Then again, midnight Pacific, uh, 3 a.m. on the East Coast. Hope you'll make me a regular part of your week. I'll be right back after this. World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. We are presented by betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And it is great to be with you as I am each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern Time, then again midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast. One more match to go in the Premier League, and then the season is over. We're going to get to all of those matches in the next segment. Uh, you know, it's one of these things where it's, uh, let me put it this way. It, it's not often in the Premier League where we have a lot of meaningless games. There are actually a number of meaningless games this weekend in the Premier League because it's the last game of the season. So, you know, Leeds, Villa, Wolves, Palace, Southampton, Newcastle, Brighton, Burnley, these teams aren't really vying for much. Uh, Arsenal are going to be... I said, well, Arsenal, I take it back. So, I mean, let, let's say Leeds on down. Leeds, Villa, Wolves. I mean, Arsenal could sneak in a Europa League spot provided a miracle happens. But for all the other teams, yeah, largely pretty much decided. I mean, there's not a lot to decide. We know... Fulham, West Brom, and Sheffield are going down. Uh, we know everybody else is safe. So, uh, But there are a lot of important matches regardless, and I'll get to them all for you in the next segment because uh, we're going to give it the time that it needs to come to its uh, full, delicious fruition. Uh, let's talk about some other stuff going on in the Premier League. Uh, Nuno Espirito Santos has left Wolverhampton Wanderers, which is um, a bit of a surprise actually, uh, because he just signed a contract extension through 2023. Uh, he's been, uh, I mean, Wolves have been a revelation under uh, Nuno, in, including uh, getting them promoted, including them getting them firmly entrenched 
in the in the uh, in the table, including I believe it was a quarterfinal or a semifinal in the Europa League. So, I mean, I he has done great work. There is a school of thought that says it's possible that Nuno Espirito Santos took Wolves as far as he could get them, uh, and. You know, it's it, it, it just has uh, it, it, it just smacks a little bit that there's a disconnect between the manager uh, and the own and ownership. Uh, you know, wolves are, wolves are owned by Fosun International, which is a big Chinese conglomerate. Um, they have been extremely unreliable when it comes to. Um, making saying one thing and doing another i mean the issue with kenny jacket is a great example where when they came on when they bought the club they said don't worry kenny jacket's safe and then boom a week after they took over they got rid of him um but i just don't know what the situation is and who would take over at Wolves that could do as good or a better job. There is discussion that they will be replacing him with another Portuguese manager. And if that's the case, you know, uh, how many? I mean, look, Jose Mourinho's at Roma. I don't think he'd go to Wolves anyway. Uh, Nuno Espirito Santos obviously was at Wolves and left. I'm just going down Portuguese manager. I mean, Jorge Jesus, who's at Flamengo, may be a good example. He's an excellent manager. I don't know if he's still there. Uh, Pedro Martins at Olympiacos would be possibly another. Um, I think about Sergio Concecao, who, uh, Conchechao, I'm terrible with my Portuguese, so you'll forgive me. Um, he's the current manager of Portugal, uh, pardon me, of Porto. And I have to tell you that if I'm thinking about a manager that plays the right sort of style that's good, obviously, with uh, Portuguese players, that is Portuguese himself, because you have to remember, Nuno filled um, Wolves with a lot of Portuguese players. Good ones, too, by the way. I'm wondering if Sergio Conchechao would be, could be lured from Porto, the biggest team in Portugal, and a perennial Champions League team, to Wolverhampton Wanderers, a mid-table team that would be like that, you know, shoots for making the Europa League. But the difference in league profile and the fact that a, a good stint at Wolves could very well be a step into Uh, it, it could very well be a step into one of the bigger leagues. Um, you know, that's the question. So I, I wouldn't be overly surprised if, if that's what we're looking for. So let's keep that in mind. But yeah, Wolverhampton Wanderers now have a management opening. So now that's the third manager 
uh, in recent weeks to go, along with Roy Hodgson, uh, in, along with Sam Allardyce. Uh, now Nuno Santos has gone. Jose Mourinho, we know, went. Frank Lampard, we know, went. I mean, so uh, for a, a league that starts with 20 teams, that's 25% that's of the managers I've mentioned to you right there are gone at the end of the season. I mean, that is a brutal bloodletting, if ever, uh, if ever there was one. Um, on some other notes, um, Harry Maguire still not going to be fit for the uh, Europa League final. Um, is that a surprise? No, I don't think it's much of a surprise, by the way. Uh, Anthony Martial will also not be fit for the Europa League final. Also not a surprise. Um, I don't know. Uh, I still like United to win the Europa League uh, final. So let's get to some other news. Uh, Arsenal are looking to, to sign Emiliano Buendia uh, from Norwich um, as they're looking to get rid of uh, Arsenal getting rid of Odegaard. Uh, who's going to go back to Real Madrid. Uh, City going to be giving a huge new contract to Raheem Sterling, and I tell you what, very, very well-deserved. Uh, Tottenham are thinking about making a move for Brendan Rodgers um, and saying, well, if Leicester City don't qualify for the Champions League, then Brendan Rodgers is our man. And I'm just wondering, if you're Brendan Rodgers... You've had such incredible support from ownership at Leicester City. Leicester City have proven and have done something that Spurs haven't uh, in the last five years. I mean, think about this for a minute, okay? Uh, have Tottenham Hotspur won the league in the last five years? I don't think <laughs> you need uh, to spend more than about, you know, two seconds... Uh, figuring that one out, because obviously Tottenham Hotspur have never won the Premier League. In point of fact, the last silverware that Tottenham won was 2007-2008, when they won the a League Cup. So in the last five years, Leicester City and Brendan Rodgers have won the FA Cup and the League, although Brendan Rodgers didn't win the League, okay, that was... Uh, um, why am I having a bright... The little Italian. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I am um, absolutely brain dead today, so you'll excuse me. Um, <coughs> um, but has, you know, so why would he... Why would he... Uh, Claudio Ranieri, thank you. Thank you. Uh, sometimes it takes a voice in my ear. Of course, Claudio Ranieri, the diminutive Italian, won the league. Why would Brendan Rodgers leave Leicester to go to Tottenham? Unless Daniel Levy's going to commit to a huge transfer kitty and basically giving him carte blanche. There's no way. Uh, Daniel Levy, I think, is the wrong type of owner for a guy like Brendan Rodgers. So I don't see that happening. And so it's all very well and dandy to have these... Um, Great news stories about that. But I, I, I don't see that happening. If you're Brendan Rodgers, do you really think you've taken Leicester City just as far as you can? Really? I, I think Brendan has uh, a point to make and more to prove at that club. And I think he will do exactly that. So I'm not buying that news story, to be honest with you, uh, despite the fact that it is a juicy news story. Uh, but I'm uh, I'm not buying it. I I just I just don't see it. Uh, so, <clears throat> of course, it is being reported by the Sun, 
So there you go. It's probably all you need to know. <laughs> you need to know, right? Um, we're going to get a lot of positioning uh, for various transfers, and you're going to you're going to hear about it. And obviously, papers and and teams and managers play the media to try to drive up values and all that sort of stuff. I can tell you though that. If we, if we go back to Wolverhampton Wanderers, Adama Traore is actually in talks over a new contract. So the speculation that he's going to go to Liverpool or go to Barcelona, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think he's they're offering much for him. He's a good player. Is he a great player? Probably not. It's going to be interesting to see what the big teams like Barcelona – uh, who are desperately short of money, what they do in the transfer season, how they support Messi. That's going to be really, really interesting uh, to see uh, what's going to happen. And it could be that they're just going to sell, uh, you know, other older players, players at the end of their cycle. For example, a great, uh, a great example is um, Miralem Panic, who is at, uh, obviously, at Barcelona, being linked heavily with Chelsea and PSG. So potentially a uh, big move there. And I had mentioned to you yesterday that I thought that Frank Lampard would be a good fit for Crystal Palace. He has apparently taken himself out of the running for that. And I'm wondering if it's because he didn't think uh, Palace were big enough. All right, I have to go to break. I'll be right back after this. Uh, one of my favorite Elvis Costello songs. What's so funny about peace, love, and understanding? I think a very important song, uh, given the uh, events of the last uh, 12, 10, 12 days or so in the Middle East. Um, maybe everybody should be forced at gunpoint. Instead of rockets, everybody should be forced to sit and listen to Elvis Costello. I, I think that right there is the solution for global peace. So let me know what you think. Send me a tweet at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, or Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Welcome back to World Soccer Radio, presented by betonline.ag, here on the Sports Byline uh, Broadcast Network, also uh, Sirius XM, American Forces Network, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, uh, the award-winning Sirius XM app on our podcast, available uh, immediately upon the conclusion of this show. And our podcast network, the Believe Podcast Network. Uh, before I get back to it, I'm going to give the Premier League picks for the season. I also want to mention a new uh, tournament starting up next year, like we need another one. Uh, that, along with FIFA's uh, making noises that they'd like to do the World Cup every two years. Ah, we'll talk about that. We'll have some downtime in between uh, the end of the weekend and the start of the, uh, uh, the start of the Euros to discuss all this stuff. But in the meantime, I want to digress for just a second and ask you to join me on Saturday, June 12th. Now, the Euros will have started, but I want you to join me on Saturday, the June 12th, when I am pleased to announce that I am will be hosting the ninth annual Ed Asner and Friends Celebrity Poker Night. Now, this tournament will be online. There's an entire broadcast around this tournament, and I will be the host of the broadcast. going to be an awful lot of fun playing some quality poker, and you can play poker along with your favorite celebrities. And let me tell you, whether it's Anna Paquin 
or Brad Garrett, Danny Bonaducci, Daryl Hannah, Dave Foley, Ed Asner, Elizabeth Carlisle, Greg Proops, Haley Joel Osment, Holly Robinson, Pete, Jake Tapper, Jill Whelan, Jill, Jim Beaver, Jolie Fisher, Keith Morrison, Kelly Hu, Lou Diamond Phillips, Mary Trump, Matthew Modine, Michael Liam Black, Michael McKean, Michael Shannon, Mira Solvino, Natasha Henstridge, Nicholas Gonzalez, Richard Kind, Rodney Pete, Ron Funches, Rosie O'Donnell, Stephen Moyer, Stephen Weber, Tom Gibson, Tom Arnold, at Triumph the Insult Dog, Willie Garson, and did I mention Mary Trump and Lou Diamond Phillips? Loads more signing up to play every day. By the way, I will be, one of my co-hosts during this broadcast will be Triumph the Insult Dog. So it'll be a lot of fun. The poker play-by-play for a change this year is not being brought by me. will be done by the uh, beautiful and talented Maria Ho and the exceptionally talented poker player Phil Gordon. Uh, so they will be doing the play-by-play and I will be your host. It will be a load of fun and hope that you will uh, join me uh, to play on the 12th of June. All right, let's get back to it. Premier League final day, final match day. Let's start at the Emirates with Arsenal versus Brighton Hove Albion. Um, this is one of these matches where you could say it's meaningless. Um, and I don't really know if that's fair. I mean, Arsenal are, I suppose, statistically in with a shout. And I'm smiling because I'm... Uh, I'm smiling because they need a lot to happen. They could pick up seventh place because uh, they were a tenth spot in the league. And they can pick up, go into seventh place with a win here that might see them into the Europa League. That seventh spot currently occupied by Tottenham Hotspur. So Arsenal are going to need some help. Tottenham, though, playing a Leicester final game of the season in what is undoubtedly the biggest game of the weekend. And Everton playing Manchester City. So... You know, it is possible. It is possible. Are you uh, really that if Leicester beat Tottenham, and Leicester are going to need to beat Tottenham to keep their dreams of Champions League football alive, that Arsenal can beat Brighton, and I see, you know, and I'm going to give you the, my prediction for a minute. They could nick their way into the uh, seventh spot for the Europa League spot. Now, there is a new tournament starting up next year called the Europa Conference League, which no team, self-respecting team from one of the big leagues in Europe, is going to want to participate in. My understanding is there's one spot made available to the Premier League for this, and I don't know how they're going to do that. Maybe the eighth spot would get it. But anyway, but Arsenal have been going, um, they've been doing pretty well of late. Their results, they've won four in a row, uh, beating Newcastle, beating West Brom, beating Chelsea, and beating Crystal Palace. They've turned it on late. It's possible it's going to save Arteta's job. So maybe it's a, uh, a little job security for Mikel Arteta. They're going to look to get seventh place and get into the uh in, in, into the uh into the Europa League um and I and, and I'm mistaken seventh place apparently could get him to the conference league um but we'll see about that anyway um uh, they do need to win I think I, I think it's it, it's a statement that needs to be made uh, Brighton on the other hand had a really nice result uh beating Manchester City on the match that I gave you the huge upset they were plus 600 I told you Brighton were going to do it and they did um 
and, and that to me for them was the highlight of their season very very clearly and they're back for another season in the Premier League that's number five and um, yeah, Graham Potter's doing a decent job they're not an exciting team they don't uh, make my heart race uh, but I don't think they're going to win this game. Uh, Arsenal going to win this one easily, I think. So I'm going to say 3-0 for Arsenal, minus 160. That's what the odd makers have. Again, all odds courtesy of betonline.ag. Let's pick it up. How are we doing for time here, guys? Uh, oh, we need to pick it up. We've got a lot of matches to get to. All right. Aston Villa, Chelsea, and Chelsea have to win this game. They have got to win this game. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. If Leicester win and Liverpool win and Chelsea lose, Chelsea don't make it to the Champions League. They can't have that happen. They are going to win this game. Uh, you know, I thought they had a very good result against Leicester City with that 2-1 win uh, coming off the back of that really shocking 1-0 loss to Arsenal. Um, I think Chelsea will turn it on, despite the fact, obviously, that they're looking forward to a um, you know big Champions League final. They, they're going to know that they need this one. Villa, uh, Villa again, I told you they were going to beat Tottenham. They did that indeed. Uh, they are not going to beat Chelsea, first of all, Villa are at home at Villa Park when they're not that great. So I'm going to say 2-1 to Aston Villa. That's going to be my pick. Let's move along. Uh, pardon me, 2-1 to Chelsea. And they are minus 200, so the odds makers would agree with me. Fulham, Newcastle, a totally meaningless match. I'm going to say Fulham are relegated. Newcastle is safe. Steve Bruce still boring everyone to tears. I'm going to say a draw, plus 277 for that one. Uh, let's get on to the big match. Leicester City, uh, Tottenham Hotspur. And... Um, uh, you know, the big discussion about this, is this Harry Kane's last appearance for Tottenham? Uh, it is likely Harry Kane's last appearance for Tottenham. Let's just leave it at that. Um, that'll be the rumor. That'll be, it's going to take up a lot of uh, oxygen over the summer. Uh, having said that, Leicester won the FA Cup, but they really want to make the Champions League. So this is a game they are really going to have to buckle down and win. Tottenham are managerless. Um, and I think they're going to want to try to, you know, they, they have to try to make the Europa League. Uh, regardless, there's something about Brendan Rodgers and this side. They seem to come through in a clinch. I'm going to go uh, here and take Leicester City at the KP plus 105. That's my pick. And for a scoreline, I'm going to say 2-1 mm, and uh, Harry Kane gets a goal. By the way, keep in mind, uh, with the uh, Euros approaching, some of these players are going to look, be looking to avoid injury. Uh, Le Leeds, West Bromwich Albion. Um, Leeds United are going to win that at minus 225. I don't need to give you a breakdown of that one. Uh, Sheffield United, Burnley. That one smells for me uh, like a draw. I mean, Burnley can play good football. Sheffield occasionally can surprise, and they're being relegated. And since the relegation, by the way, I want to say that they're two, two wins. They've got two wins under their belt since relegation, beating Brighton and beating Everton. Uh, the last loss was against Newcastle, 1-0. Uh, this, to me, uh, this is a draw to me, honestly. Sheffield, Burnley, a draw. Players don't want to get injured. Sheffield's going down. Burnley is staying up. I don't think there's an enormous story here to discuss. So I think that's going to be my pick for that one. West Ham, Southampton. West Ham have to win this game. First of all, they want to ensure that they play Europa League football regardless. And they've had a great season. David Moyes done a fabulous job at West Ham United. 
good ownership, great stadium, good manager, build for the future, lots to look forward to at West Ham. Southampton have had a very disappointing season. Let's not beat around the bush, okay? Uh, losing 2-0 at St. Mary's to Leeds United. Um, I have to take West Ham to win this one, so I'm going to do that. I'm going to say West Ham minus 135 are the favorites. Liverpool Crystal Palace. Look, Uncle Roy returns to Anfield for his last match in charge at Crystal Palace before he basically retires. Liverpool have got to win this game. They're currently in fourth spot in the table. If they win this game, they will get Champions League football as it's unlikely Leicester City are going to beat Tottenham by the requisite goal differential of at least four goals. They're going to hope Liverpool lose. And Crystal Palace can certainly present a problem for Liverpool. Don't get me wrong. They have in the past. I suspect they will. Again, they're a decent side. Uh, but we are really going to see what metal Liverpool are made out of. I think we saw that last week. I think we'll see that. Uh, we saw that with Allison's last-minute incredible goal that shocked everybody. Uh, we saw that uh, uh, with the 3-0 uh, uh, drubbing of Burnley. Uh, I think Liverpool will get this done. I'm going to pick Liverpool minus 580. Odds makers would agree. Man City Everton. Uh, you know what? Man City have had some crappy results. Uh, they are at home in front of a crowd celebrating the trophy. I'm going to say Man City minus 230. And it's going to be a bad result for Everton, who will finish with 59 points, which is, I think, a disappointment for them. How am I doing on time, guys? Uh, okay, two minutes. That's enough to do one more game. Finally... Uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers, where Nuno Espirito Santo will be in charge for his last game at Molyneux against Man United. Man United look have some injuries. We talked about Martial. We talked about Harry Maguire. We talked about a Europa League Cup final uh, ahead of them, something really to win. They're not in danger of lose, dropping out of second spot. And I think Wolves will play for their manager at Molyneux. And if you look at the odds, these are fascinating. Wolves are plus 155. United, plus 167. The odds makers have this one really, really close. I'm going to, I mean, a draw, I suppose, would be the best idea. The, you know, a, a probably a more reasonable approach. And at plus 272, a draw is a better result than Wolves winning. I'm going to say a draw, plus 272. We're going to have a fair number of draws this last day of the season. Hopefully... I will manage to give you as good of a results this season as I did last season. All right, you're, uh, listening, you're listening to World Soccer Radio. I'm going to recap when I come back all of these picks for you because there are 10 matches. Very nice that we have uh, you know, such a full slate of matches. Uh, but uh, I, just a reminder, I'm with you every day. 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, then midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. Eastern time on Sports Overnight America. I'm on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Sirius XM, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, award-winning Sirius XM app, the Believe Podcast Network, American Forces. So that's where I am. And as we get to the Euros, we're going to be doing sort of whistle-to-whistle -whistle coverage of the Euros. I'll be following every game and, of course, giving you tons of picks. All right, I'm going to take a break. I'll be right back after this. All right, welcome back. World Soccer Radio uh, on the Sports Finance Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. 
We are presented by BetOnline.ag. Speaking of BetOnline, this is the part of the show where I recap all of the picks that I gave you in the last segment. This is Match Day 38. This is the final match in this year's bizarre, odd, weird, squeezed, crazy Premier League season. I'm hopeful, seriously hopeful, that next year we will all be able to celebrate some normalcy, not only in our sport, but in our life. Well, let's get to it very quickly. Aston Villa, Chelsea at Villa Park. Take Chelsea minus 200. Again, all odds courtesy on bet, of betonline.ag. Fulham, Newcastle at Craven Cottage. I'm taking the draw at plus 277. Leicester City, Tottenham at the KP. You're taking Leicester City at plus 105. Arsenal and Brighton Hove Albion at the Emirates. I'm taking Arsenal at minus 160. Leeds, West Bromwich Albion. I'm taking Leeds United at Ellen Road, minus 225. Sheffield United, Burnley at Bramall Lane. I'm taking a draw. Uh, West Ham, Southampton at the London Stadium. You're taking West Ham United for that one, minus 135. And in the second big match of the day, Leicester Tottenham being the first one. Just a reminder, I told you to take Leicester. Liverpool Crystal Palace. I'm saying take Liverpool minus 580 at Anfield. Uh, it's going to be a tough match. It won't be a huge scoreline, but I think uh, Liverpool will edge it. Man City Everton. I have to take Man City. They're at home celebrating with their fans. And finally, Wolves Manchester United at Molyneux. The last game in charge for Nuno Espirito Santo before he leaves. Uh, I am telling you that you should definitely be taking the draw at plus 272. Those are all the odds. Again, you can bet on those odds if you would like to at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook expert. I recommend it highly. And a reminder, I'll be back on the air with you Monday. Let's uh, wrap up the Premier League season. Let's look towards the Cup Finals. And also, let's start our conversation about the Euros. Until then, have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy the football. Stay safe. And I'll chat to you on Monday. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.